All right, guys, we're here. This is the week of the live event. Some of you guys might even be listening to this on the plane, in the car, on your way to see us in New Jersey at our live event with our guest speaker, Allison Feld, and how to become 15 mile famous. So uh, we cannot wait for you to get here. It's going to be an unbelievable weekend, and we know that you're going to have a great experience. And we are, again, just so excited that you would even choose to spend your time with us to help learn and grow yourself in your business. This week's episode is a question that I got from our members, Michael Edwards, and it's a specific question to me personally about what my drivers are, what motivates me to keep going or to work hard, be an entrepreneur, be creative. What is that driver and currency? And it was a question that Michael posed a few weeks ago. You know, we always say the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions. And as you'll hear in this uh, podcast, I thought about it for like two, two and a half weeks because it was such a good question that I wanted to deliver a high level quality answer or as best I could. And um, I spent a couple weeks thinking about it. I took some notes on it. And then what I actually did here, so you're getting a little insight for you that guys that aren't in our mastermind, this is just the clip. This is an actual clip from our Thursday live mastermind calls for our paid membership. And so I'm going to give you a little bit behind the scenes, what happens in our mastermind. So many people ask, of course, we go over high level marketing skills and tactics and high level sales skills. But I say it about 10 times in this podcast, and it's something that I just believe with every bone in my body, personal growth precedes professional growth. So I have a feeling this episode will resonate. My mastermind members really enjoyed it so much so that I wanted to share it with each and every one of you. And so that's what this is. This is just cut from our mastermind calls. And I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoyed uh, talking through it and as much as our members enjoyed it. So Last thing, if you are enjoying the podcast, please share it with a friend. Please like us, five-star review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast helps the word grow, and we really appreciate it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. I want to go into my, my piece of it today. So I spent some time yesterday really thinking about it. So a couple of weeks ago, I asked for questions, and one I couldn't get to was Mike Edwards, Michael Edwards. And he said, for me, he was asking, what's the real driver for, for you? He said, what was, what's the currency? And he said, is it money? Is it time freedom? Is it entrepreneurial spirit? Is it security? Is it creative? Like, what is it that drives you? And I thought about it for about two and a half weeks. And I'm going to share with you my initial thoughts on it. And I think it was such a good question that I'll probably come back a year from now, six months from now, and have a better, more in-depth answer for you. But the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions. And I literally have thought about this question for about two or three weeks. And I'm going to try to answer it the best I can. Uh, I think that, I hope that me sharing some insights into my journey can give you guys some insights into, into your own life and journey that can help. Because again, when I went back with Molly today, I can talk about marketing today. I can talk about sales. But if we're not growing as people, personal growth always precedes professional growth. 
And so each and every one of us needs to take those steps. If that's too woo-woo for you, I'm sorry, but I just believe it with every bone in my body. And that's and so that's what I'm going to share because that's authentically me. So I want to start actually with a story. Um, so for some of you guys know, I played college baseball, a uh, small little school I played uh, called Ramapo College. And after my, so the way college baseball works is that you play your season from like January through May, school gets out. And then most people, they go to a summer league to play in the summer. Now, typically those summer leagues are wood bat because in major league baseball, they use wood bats. So the scouts, they like to watch the people use wood bats. So the summer leagues are wood bats. And so I played in the summer league, um, after my sophomore year. And what was cool for a lot of you guys that were college athletes, I was a division three player, but my summer league had a mix of division one, two, and three. And so it was nice because not only were there guys that I was playing with, but there were also guys at a much higher level than me. And it was nice to be able to test myself against those players. And so going into, after my sophomore year, going to my junior year, I played in the summer league and it's wood bat, better competition. And I had the best season, the best season of my life. Like I was third in the league and hit, I led the league in triples also. I mean, it was amazing. I was, I was unconscious. It was unbelievable. It was the best year I ever had. And so we finished that and I go back to school the next year as a junior. And like, I have so much confidence because I just had this unbelievable year against some of the best players or better players than I was even going to play during my season. And I went in thinking like, I could be an All-American. I could definitely be All-Conference, but I should be able to be an All-American. And so I went into that thinking that that was what was going to happen. Now, as most good stories in life go, that isn't what happened. In fact, that year was one of the worst years I ever had. And uh, to be honest with you, I've never really even talked through this. My junior year, that year, I actually was sliding into home and I put my arm over my head and I tore my labrum like a, a little bit about halfway through the year. And it was such a, it was actually a relief because I was hurt. And the pain and anguish I was going through in that year, as hard as I worked, as much expectations that I had on myself, I honestly, it was like a, it was an, an easy cop out. Like I'm hurt. I can't play. And so before I go into the, the, the reason why I'm telling you that story, I know that for me as a person, like I'm someone, I, I, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do all that. I've always have done that and everything I've done, right? I always have been that person. I, I was the one early, late workouts, every, the same thing I do in this business. Is I've always been like that. It didn't just change. And so before I sort of share the lessons that are relevant with you, I want you to understand that situation of, of what happened to me as it played out, you know, a decade ago or whatever, however longer than that now, because Mike asked, Mike asked the question, what's the real driver for you? What's the currency? Right. And so the first thing he asked was money. So I think about the level of work I put into that season going in the amount of time I spent to play. I was literally paying to play. It's division three. You don't get paid to play. So I had the same level of dedication at that point. I put as much time in, if not more, I was invested as as ever, and I was literally paying to be there. And so I can check that one off the list currently because I know that money I in, in itself is not my driver, is not my driver, right? Because I've always, I, it never has been before. So why would it start now? Time freedom. Well, this, some people might say it's a good thing and some people might say it's a bad thing, but like people have joked to me about retiring and I'm like, 
what the hell am I going to do? I don't want to retire. I don't want more time. If I have more time, I'm just going to go and do more of the things that I'm already doing. And so we think about time freedom as being the driver. No, because part of where I like to be and what I like to do is to, is to work. I like to do that. And so we can check that one off the list that time freedom really isn't the, isn't the goal. Entrepreneurial spirit. Maybe, but I don't believe anybody in this call, if, you, if you've ever listened to any Gary Vee stuff, he talks about uh, purebred entrepreneurs. None of us here are purebred entrepreneurs, myself included. You don't go to chiropractic school if you're a purebred entrepreneur. Like it just doesn't happen. And so the work ethic that I had or that I used when I was an athlete or when I was in school and taking class, that had nothing to do with being an entrepreneur. And so to me, I don't really think that that's a driver either. Okay. Security. My friends, if security is your driver, you're in the wrong group because being a business owner is unbelievably not secure. Literally, if you were in business in 2020, you want to talk about the most unsecure time of our lives? Holy shit. I mean, a lot of us are worried month to month if we're going to be able to pay our bills. And so if you're looking for security, being a business owner, hell no, that is not the driver. It can't be. Literally by being here, you are saying that that is not your number one driver. Impossible. Creative, creative spirit. I don't know. I don't consider myself a typical creative type, but I'll have to punt on that one because I don't have enough information about that yet to kind of show you or tell you that that is definitely a driver, right? I think we look at all of those and we cross those off the list. Now we can start to get into the, the real stuff here. But if I look at what I do now in business when I built Strive or when I'm building this business, I always tell people I'm not really doing much different than I've ever done in my life. When I was playing baseball or when I was in school or when I was exercising and working out prior to having a business and doing all of that, I was the same person. I think right now we've just translated into being about business. So I think for me, the hard work and the dedication and all that, it's just really who I am and how I'm wired. And so I don't think that's the driver for me either. I don't think that's where I want to be. And I don't think that's the driver for me. But I think about it in all of those situations. Why did I work so hard? Why did I put so much pressure on myself? Why did I come back thinking I could be an All-American or that I could not, you know, go in unrecruited to this school and then become an All-American and be a starter and do all of those things and then be in business and build a business and then grow it and do all of that? I think I just mentioned the word. The thing that I keep coming back to at every step of the way, the thing for me, the thing for me, and I think for most of us here, if we really went down to it, is that word of growth. And so write that word down, growth, and then circle it. So I want to talk through that. So if we go back to the story that I told you, best summer of my life, better competition, went back into the year, high expectations, and I worked my ass off going into it. And then we got to the year and looking back on it, my level of expectation, my level of preparation, but the level of pressure and stress that I put upon myself to achieve, it worked against me. And that I actually performed worse significantly worse to the point that think about how sad it is that like getting injured was a good thing. Think about that. Think about how sick that is, right? Think about that. It's crazy. And so when I think about the word growth, 
for me, I look at business now and the companies that we have as an opportunity for me to grow. Because I don't need to grow myself by working hard because I've always done that. I don't need to show more dedication. I've always done that. My growth actually is to be able to apply that same level of work ethic, that same level of execution, that same level of give a shit and not let it get to the point that it becomes a negative. And so every day in my business and in my life, growth for me is to take who I am and to not let it become the negative of who I don't want to be. And if I can do that, that's growth. And I think I've generally done a really good job in my second coming in business to be able to take how I'm wired and then not let it go to the other end to the point that I put so much pressure on myself that we don't get the sale or we don't build the business or we don't hire the employee or we fail to do something. Because again, I know that's who I am. So growth for me is being who I am and not letting it become a negative. And if we think about growth on the next step, think about that, right? Okay, so I figured it out. Step one, can you manage yourself? Step two, can you bring that to others? And so we have a team of people who give a shit. They care a lot. And so my next step of growth, can I translate that same thing to them? Because growth for me, number one, is to make sure that that negative doesn't happen to me, but now also to them. Because if they go into a sales situation and they're so stressed about getting it that they don't get the sale, we're just recreating the same thing that happened to Justin in college. And now the organization that I'm leading, I'm now perpetuating that on other people. And then the step beyond that, you guys. Because if I can translate my story from college, it's not happening to me, my team isn't doing it, and then I can get that and translate that to you, ultimate growth. And then the step beyond that, you guys are going to build your team and business. And then take that and perpetuate it out. And so going back, good intentions in my situation, good work ethic can become negative. And so growth for me is not allowing that to happen. But I want to talk more about growth. I want to talk more about growth. For you guys that have kids, comment in the chat. How many of you would agree with this statement or for you guys that are thinking about having kids? One of the things, if you really break it down, one of the biggest joys in the life of having kids is what? It's watching them grow. Yes? Comment in the chat. You guys that have kids, one of the biggest things in life when you have kids is watching them grow right? It's watching them grow. Wiping themselves without you, Jake, that would be watching them grow. Because I just cleaned up two duties this morning and Layla sure as hell was not wiping them herself, I promise you. And so if we think about that and we say, what brings us the most joy in life is watching another human grow. Don't you think we should want that for ourselves too? If we see that in someone else, They say, if you spot it, you got it. If you spot that in someone else, in your kids, in the people around you, and you watch them grow, if that's the case, don't you think we'd want that for ourselves too? But if you think about it, many of us, we grow, we grow, we grow, we go to college, we graduate, then we start our career, and we're 30 years old. Now, we're not going to die, hopefully, until we're 90, but we basically died at 30. 
Why? Because we stopped growing. And so on a practical level, going back to what Molly said before about being afraid of rejection, not anymore, growth. And so one of the mindset shifts that I hope all of us get, listen, you signed up to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, like it is going to be, you're going to eat shit all the time. And so the mindset shift for me and for all of us, the challenge is to take every single sticking point in your business, every time you do get rejected, every time you do find something that you got wrong, every time you're overwhelmed by listening to somebody talk about something that you aren't currently doing. And rather than being overwhelmed by it and shutting down and thinking of it as a negative, looking at it as an opportunity to be excited because you can grow through it. Because again, if we go back, the greatest joy in life is to be able to watch others grow and why not ourselves too? Next part about this, right? I look at, and I don't think I tell them enough. You guys should all, at the live event, I'm being dead fucking serious right now. Every single one of you should walk up to Ashton and Kaylee and shake their hands and say thank you. I am better at helping you guys because of the work that they have done. Because of the amount that they have grown. Because me watching them grow excites me to be able to grow with them and help them more. And when I'm able to help them more and watch what they've done, it allows me to come back to you even more excited about the growth that I can help you guys achieve. When that practice flatlined for a period of time, it was challenging. It's challenging. You feel like you're in the same shit every day. It's fucking hard. It's hard to be excited about it. We're human. Now it's almost easy. And so the challenge for us is the next time that we do hit a sticking point to understand that this is part of the growth process. And so for every single one of you, there's a lesson there. The first lesson is number one, shake their hands and say, thank you. Number two, help understand that the reason why all of us have been more successful is because the energy we all get because we're all growing together. And that happens me with them, them with me, you guys with each other. But again, the word is growth. It's fucking contagious. The reason why you guys come in here and are excited about it, and we're very conscious of that, we know about the community, is because we need people that are going to grow. I'll sh- I-, I don't have the email pulled up. But, you know, I've been given some advice about growing this business. And the number one thing that they tell me is to protect the community. It doesn't mean that it can't get bigger. It, it's actually better as it grows. It's that making sure that if we get the wrong people in here, we get them out quickly. And so a few weeks ago, Lauren had a conversation with a guy who was in practice for a while. And basically from what he was saying, I'm like, this guy is, it's not that he's old. It's not any, it just, he wasn't, he didn't want to grow. And so him coming into a community like this, that shit is contagious too. If you're not growth orientated, you're going to help drag everyone else down. Because again, growth or lack of growth, it's fucking contagious. It's, it's contagious. Just some lines, right? Write these lines down because we've all said them. I'm not good at blank. I'll never be good at blank. What about if we just said, I haven't figured out how to market yet. What an amazing opportunity to build myself in my practice. Or I, I used to not be good at going out and meeting people. At one time, 
I didn't like the network because I didn't want to feel rejection. But what an opportunity to grow. Because when I do that and when I accomplish it, imagine how I'm going to feel about myself. And so going back, I think the currency, probably for most of us, why you're excited and when you're not excited, why you're not excited is because you feel like you're not growing. And so I get this question a lot. So I did write it down. They've asked me like, what do you want for Layla? What do you want for her? And I wrote down three things in the same category. What do you want for your kids? What do I want for you? What do I want for me? Number one. Find people you can grow with and never leave them. Find people you can grow with and never leave them. Number two, find hobbies, find passion, find work that means something to you. Because when it means something to you, you're going to want to grow. And number three, don't live until 95, but die at 30. AKA, Never stop growing. If you do that, if you do that, bring the enthusiasm, the passion, the excitement, you're going to have an unbelievably fulfilling life, career, marriage. If you can just bring the enthusiasm, the passion, and continue to grow, you're going to have it all. So going back, Michael, to answer your question, For me, I think the answer is growth. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you. 